0: Welcome to My Covid Diary. My name is Andrea Hardacre and this is My Covid Diary. Like everybody else worldwide, I'm trying to get to grips with a whole new lifestyle during the corona pandemic. I decided to chart my journey here. Today I've decided not to look at the news. I need a break. I'm starting to feel a little cabin fever coming on. It's been a week since Lockdown UK was announced. It's not a long time in the scheme of things, but I really miss normality. Nipping out for a coffee, a drink, seeing the band. I'm making a plan of all the things I really want to do when this is over. I'm really lucky being able to play music with other people. It's like a whole different kind of conversation being in a band. The real trick is to make sure that nothing dominates, while at the same time ensuring it's interesting. A few weeks before lockdown, I was at an open mic and was asked to wing it, playing fiddle with someone I didn't know and who'd written his own song which I'd never heard. I love moments like that. It's always good to play with new new people. And what I love most is how hard it makes you listen. You've no choice but to respond from the heart. I hope he asks me to wing it again sometime. It was fun. The winter is at last beginning to shed her long dark coat bringing precious daylight back into our lives. That always lifts my spirits. I love light and the thing I miss most about living in the northeast of Scotland where I worked in my 20s is that blue sky we were so often treated to even on the coldest days. Yorkshire can be very grey at times. That said, there have been some gorgeous blue skies recently and I'm counting every single one of them. With the weather being nicer, I've been airing our dog's bed every day on the patio outside. Our poor dog is eight this year. She's getting on a bit. Due to the boredom of lockdown, she's been getting more walks than she bargained for. My son takes her for about two hours a day and she gets another evening walk from either Paul or myself. A few years ago, she'd have been up, wagging her tail the minute we got to the door, circling our ankles. Now she looks at us as if to say, please, not again. I thought she'd be quite happy to sit outside in her bed when she come, came home from a walk, because it's been so nice. But after a while, she comes and stands at the window, wanting to be let back in. And I realise it's because she needs to be around us. She wants some company. Being around people is important. It buoys us up. No wonder isolation is used to punish people in prisons and now in some schools. I can't think of anything worse. Doing the podcast is a nice way of still talking to people. I've been keeping up the phone interviews locally too, which is really nice. Speaking to people I barely know, but somehow have things in common with. Like the manager from my local bookshop who's been given advice on what books to read during corona, and the man who runs the mental health group in Keithley. We've been chatting for a radio show, trying to keep people's spirits up, and we have a right good chinwag about the good old days when we were able to chat with strangers in shops or on dog walks. I also discovered yesterday that I've got a listener in Canada, and it was lovely to think that someone on the other side of the world was tuning in. My main priority today has been finding ways to keep me busy. I made some scones and some bread and this time didn't burn them. But i still got a whole huge pile of ironing waiting for me. I look at it every day and tell myself, I'm far too busy podcasting to do anything like that. I also started a new book, The Bookshop for the Brokenhearted by Robert Hillman. It's been sat on my shelf for ages. It's not my usual sort of read, but I am enjoying it, and I'm already a little bit in love with the male character. I told my other half he had a bit of competition, a strong, silent man from a novel. He'd have to be silent, he said. I've probably managed to get in about two sentences since we've been married. He's so cheeky. If you're canny enough, you'll discover a lot of free courses right now, online. I signed up for one today on creativity with Imperial College in London. Who would have thought there'd have been a actual course on creativity? I did manage to focus my mind on a new activity, but I'm not sure I learnt that much. It got me thinking though. I really don't like being around negative people. I've worked in creative industries all my life, and I'm amazed by the fact that so many people are more willing to say no to something than yes usually out of fear. I never want to live my life that way. Creativity and fear just don't partner up. I'm pretty certain I've signed up for something else at the college too, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was. I guess it'll be a nice surprise when the enrolment email comes through. Was it something to do with music? I've no idea. I think whatever it was, it sounded challenging, so I'm looking forward to it. My memory's getting terrible just now. I think it's because all the days kind of roll into one. I can barely remember what day it actually is. Although the cabin fever is clearly rising, I'm still aware of how lucky I am. A friend has been expressing her anxiety online over our daughter, who's in her 20s and works at Airedale Hospital. I might be a little bored and fed up of being stuck inside, but at least I don't have that kind of anxiety hanging over me. I really feel for her. I also heard that a writer I'm very fond of, Michael Rosen, was hospitalised. I don't often really get attached to celebrities, but he's pretty special. I'm glad to hear he's on the mend. There's still a lot of uncertainty around this virus, and I find that challenging. I want to see a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm an impulsive person, and I just want to get on with things. Several years ago, I went a little crazy and took up running. It lasted just over a year, I think, before I remembered who I actually was and how much I hated sport. I used to run with a friend and she gave me some good advice. Don't look at the top of the hill when you're running. Just look down at your feet and keep going.